Adjudication in Ireland. Recent statistics on its use. This is Adjudicast, a weekly mini-series on the latest developments in adjudication, brought to you by the members of 39 Essex Chambers who specialise in construction law. Hello, I'm David Sortel. I'm a barrister at 39 Essex Chambers, and this is another episode of Adjudicast. In the construction industry, there's a widely held view that construction adjudication is broadly successful, with decisions being produced quickly and then followed up on. What we do not have, however, is a large pool of quantitative evidence backing up those assumptions. That's why today I want to comment on an interesting report that has been written in respect of adjudication in the Republic of Ireland. The Construction Contracts Act 2013 regulates payments under a construction contract covered by the Act, and it came into force in July 2016. The Act introduced for the first time in Ireland a new right for a party to a construction contract as defined under Section 1 to refer a payment dispute for adjudication as a means of resolving that dispute. So, unlike the adjudication procedure in the United Kingdom, parties in Ireland may only refer payment disputes to adjudication. If a parties to the contract cannot agree as to who they should appoint as adjudicator, one or other may apply to the chairperson of a ministerial panel of adjudicators to seek the appointment of an adjudicator. The chairperson is then required to report annually to the Minister of State at the Department of Business, Enterprise and Innovation. What are we talking about today is the fourth annual report since the commencement of the Construction Contracts Act, which covers the period from the 26th of July 2019 to the 25th of July 2020, and the report was published in August 2020. In that time, there were 54 applications seeking the appointment of an adjudicator received by the Construction Contracts Adjudication Service, and the chairperson appointed an adjudicator from the Ministerial Panel of Adjudicators in 46 of the 54 applications received. Out of those 46 appointments, 9 adjudicators resigned, and 7 of those cases resulted in another application arising out of the same payment dispute. And so the payment disputes that actually went through had a combined value of just over 35 million euros. In terms of statistical information, there are 36 returns. So as for the adjudicators themselves out of that 36, there are 11 quantity surveyors, then nine fellows of the Chartered Institute of Arbitrators, seven engineers, six barristers, two architects, and one solicitor. 22 of those disputes were final payment disputes, 12 were interim payments, and two arose out of retention. As for the rewards themselves, uh, one was in respect of a sum for 500,000 to a million euros, eight were between 100,000 and 500,000 euros, one was in respect of an award for 50,000 to 100,000 euros, one was 10,000 uh, to 50. Uh, two were one euro to 5,000 euros, and eight resulted in nothing. Uh, so what we can see from those statistics is that perhaps like common experience in the United Kingdom, quite a number of disputes being referred to adjudication were about final payment disputes, 
And there does appear to be a sweet spot for adjudications of between 100,000 and 500,000 euros in value. As for remuneration, the majority of adjudications saw an hourly rate of between 250 and 300 euros for the adjudicator. And the majority of fees for adjudicators were in a region of between 1,000 and 5,000 euros. But I do note that the uh, fees did range very widely across the statistical spread. Now, in the United Kingdom, adjudicator nominating bodies often record similar information, although they're not uh, often published widely. It'll be interesting to see if in the future we'll have more public reporting of information about adjudication. Lord Briggs and Bresco against Michael J. Lonsdale in the Supreme Court noted that while there is a generally accepted view that only around 2% of adjudication decisions have been challenged in court, he suggests the statistics are not readily available to confirm this. The generally held view is that adjudication is successful and the statistics would appear to confirm that this is right. Uh, it would be uh, very interesting to find out uh, if in the United Kingdom the numbers uh, back, up, back up our assumptions. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Uh, this is part of a series of podcasts on construction adjudication produced by members of 39 Essex Chambers. I ask you to look out for more instalments on interesting developments in adjudication. Thanks for listening. At 39 Essex Chambers, we cover a vast array of practice areas and sectors. You can find out more about our expertise and our barristers at 39essex.com, where you can also see our extensive catalogue of articles, podcasts and webinars.